new style of leadership is here. Are you ready? Welcome to the Inner Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Lois St. Germain, and I'm a 35-year corporate exec turned certified leadership coach. I've spent the past several years developing and coaching leaders as well as building teams. And one thing I've learned is you can't effectively lead others until you learn to lead yourself. This means eradicating all of the shit preventing you from knowing and embodying your authentic self. Together, we work on releasing and healing all of the shit holding you back. All of the conditioning and stories preventing you from being the truly amazing leader you know you can be. This starts with you. Your outer persona needs to match your inner beliefs. Through this alignment, you'll develop your own unique dynamism that will have people clamoring to work with and for you. A new era is emerging, and it is demanding a new way of leading, a new type of leader with a new style of leadership. I believe that person is you. Let's get started. Did curiosity really kill the cat? That's the question today. This proverb, right, curiosity killed the cat, we've probably heard our whole lives. It dates back to, actually dates back to 1598 and came from an English playwright. However, this the original saying was care killed the cat. And it wasn't actually changed until like 1912, right? But in the 1500s, care meant worry and sorrow for others, right? So to be careful, to take care, um, not to kill the cat. However, I believe all of my listeners listening here today (laughs) were most likely raised on the latter version, right? The curiosity killed the cat. Um, And I find it very interesting that from a very, very young age, we are taught not to be too curious, right? It's considered to be nosy or rude. And that has caused an epidemic of us not being curious about ourselves, not becoming curious about who we really are at our soul level. And do you ever like do you ever stop to think about why you do the things you do or think the thoughts that you think right because i believe the majority of us don't like we don't even it never comes into our purview that we should even do that because most of us believe that what we think and believe is fact when we now know that is not true I actually want to take you a little bit deeper on this. And I want to ask you, like, even if you have thought about your thoughts, right? Do you question whether or not you actually believe that your thoughts are true? And Byron Katie offered us the question in her, all of her work and in her, her famous um, book, And the question is, is this true? So she asks us to, whenever we have a thought, to ask ourselves, is this true? And prove it beyond a shadow of a doubt 
in order to actually accept that, yes, this is fact, this is true. And it happened recently to me, and I don't know if I've shared it before on the podcast or not, but um, my business strategy coach was here and we were doing some work and she was asking me about what I needed to focus on this year, like what wasn't working in my business. And I looked at her and I said, oh, I said, well, I'm terrible at lead gen. And she stared at me for a moment, causing me to pause and ask myself, is that true? Because it has been part of my persona for my entire business life. I've always believed, well, I know that I am a really, really freaking good coach. I just suck at lead gen. That was my, that's my saying, right? And when I got curious about it and explored it and said, is this true? I came up with my, there's a possibility that I am excellent at it. But the current reality that was playing out here in my 3D world, I took as the only possibility when it is really just one of a million possibilities of the energetic creation that I could see actualize in front of me. And I chose this as an opportunity to get even more curious about what else is possible. Where is this thought error coming from so that I can come to know myself more deeply and clearly? And I will tell you, I was raised by a mom who did not allow her children to ask questions. And you never ever asked someone else personal questions about themselves. And it was, I mean, that was a hard and fast rule in our uh, childhood growing up. Like there was no, you never asked that, right? But then as I got older and I would meet people and they would ask me all of these personal questions, what I considered personal, right? Where are you from? Where you know, where were you raised? What do you like? Um, Like uh, all these different, like normal (laughs) questions that we ask when we're getting to know someone. And I thought, oh my God, that feels so good for someone to actually be curious about who I am and what I believe and where I came from. And I began to question my training (laughs) of childhood of never being curious about those things, like never asking. And that is what began my internal journey, right? Because my whole life, I had been afraid to look inside of myself, to become curious about myself for fear that I would find evil. Because, (laughs) right, curiosity kills the cat. So whatever is in there, whatever I decide to become curious about is dangerous. It, I could die if I go inside and find something right, that I don't like or 
that is bad? Like, what if I go inside and there's something really bad in there, right? Which is why another reason why I believe that it's so much easier and more common practice for us to seek outside of ourselves, out here in the light, right? Where we can, we can kind of see danger coming and avoid it. And a mentor of mine, Roxy Vallad, if you don't follow her, you definitely should, especially if you are into the more spiritual side and the woo side. Um, She posted a saying the other day, and I'm probably going to butcher it, but it was to the effect that it's not the actual darkness that we're afraid of. It's of what we might find in the darkness that scares us, right? And I was so afraid to go within for fear of finding something I didn't like, something that I would undoubtedly judge or something that was unlovable. And when I actually decided to be curious and start to explore within, what I found instead was a scared little girl alone in the dark. My heart immediately melted. I thought, how long have I left her in here alone and scared? And I'm not an emotional person, but I'm going to tell you, I've got some tears rolling up right now. I just wanted to nurture her and tell her she was safe. Like, This version, she was the version of me that held all of my insecurities, right? All of my doubts, all of my fears, all of the conditioning and lies that I had been taught about who I was as a human. And she held all of those things that the adult version of me, ran from, hid from, brushed under the carpet, right? And at the same time, the adult version of me um, judged those things, judged myself for having those thoughts or feelings, right? And then I piled shame or guilt on top of them. and And in doing so, I was piling it on top of this little girl who was hiding in the dark, already frightened to come out. And it wasn't until I was able to look in to this darkness with a curiosity that I was able to see her. Before I was afraid to go in, I didn't even know that she was in there. I didn't know that she was alone and afraid to come out. And when I was able to like reach out to her to take my hand and assure her that it was safe for her to come out. And I brought her into the light, right? She was a little bit bedraggled, right? The light hurt her eyes and she had this tendency to want to retreat back into the dark because it felt safer to her to hide than to be seen 
And it took a lot of love, unconditional love and curiosity for me to learn about her and heal her fears. And I speak of her in the 3D or in the uh, third person, but she's me. Like she was me. And she showed me all of the hiding places that I had when I would come up against something scary, right? Scary in the 3D world, right? Of, oh, going live on social media or speaking my truth, even though it wasn't um, common place or common uh, beliefs among the people that I was surrounded with, like standing in my truth and allowing people to be wrong about me. She showed me all of the hiding places. And as I began to explore those and we would go in together, almost with a flashlight in the dark and look around the room like Roxy's saying of it was the things that might be in the dark that were scary. But with the flashlight, just like when your kids are having a nightmare, they think there's a monster under their bed and you get the flashlight and we go look and there's nothing under the bed to be afraid of. So then they're able to sleep, right? That's what this version, this little girl inside of me was able to do right? We would walk with the flashlight and look and say, look, it's safe. There's nothing scary here in this dark. And it's these moments with the flashlight shining into what we believe to be the deepest, darkest corners of our being that we're afraid to look at. Just like if you think about if you're sitting in the dark, right? And then you're alone and you hear a sound, right? It could be the a sound on the outside of the house that sounds like someone's trying to break in. Yet when you go shine the flashlight on it, all it is is a branch from a tree scratching, right? Same thing. You hear scurrying or movement or Something gets knocked over and you're afraid. And then when you go look, it's this little tiny mouse trying to, you know, make his way in the dark. That's what happens with ourselves when we muster up the courage for all those noises and movement that we're afraid of. And we're able to go shine the light in that corner of ourselves. We realize that there's nothing there to be afraid of. And we've abdicated like power to this thing, whatever it might be, for so long that we've um, emphasized or amplified the size of it. And when we get to actually see it, it's not that big. And we can learn to love it or laugh at ourselves, right? Why was I afraid of this? Why did I believe this? And, you know, even though this process is very enlightening, it never ends because still today, 
She's triggered by events in the 3D world and wants to retreat, right? And these moments of being triggered by something, by some event or something someone says, or believing that I'm being judged for something when I want to speak my truth that isn't like generally accepted, that my concept isn't a general belief of everyone. These moments call me to explore with her, right? To go deep into that darkness and show her it's safe now. Those triggers aren't real. They don't mean anything about her. And adult me had to learn from these triggers instead of leading from them. Because I spent a lifetime leading from my triggers, right? Running from them, emoting at people instead of managing my own emotions and being able to stand in that and allow others to be wrong about me. And this process over this time has allowed me not just to do leadership, but to become a leader. And that's what I'm asking of all of us, right? We need to stop doing leadership as a thing, like as something that we do in a situation and become leaders of our lives, of people, of everything. Like it needs to permeate throughout our entire soul. So I'm asking you, is it really curiosity killing the cat or is it actually care that killed the cat? The worry, the uh, focus on others instead of looking, being courageous enough to look deep within ourselves, to find our soul-led leadership that is buried deep inside each and every one of us. And I am literally calling for a shift in the way we lead. I'm taking my clients from situational leadership to soul level leadership. Are you coming? If you are loving this podcast, be sure to check out the Inner Power Portal. It's a text membership that dives deep into the embodiment of the topics we cover here on the podcast. You'll receive daily embodiment messages Monday through Friday, including additional exclusive content, journal prompts, and embodiment exercises to help you dive deep into each topic so that you can fully step into your inner leadership. Sign up now at IPP dot inner leadership dot com.